Welcome to the Blue Pod, the North Melbourne Match Review. I'm your host, Tess Hampton, back in person with my co-host, Matt Duthy. Maddie, it's good to be back. Oh, so much better having you here. It was so awkward last week with the, the remote Zoom. audio, yeah. And if you stuck with us last week over that dodgy audio that sounded like a talkback radio, <laughs> terrible segment, thank you. Maddie, dare I say... We might have had a four-quarter performance this week. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I hadn't thought about it. I guess it was closer to a four-quarter performance than most of the games we've had this year, isn't it? It was. And we bring it up because, as you know, on the Blue Pod, we do a four-quarter performance and we've been crying out for the boys to do the same, and they might have done it this week. In the first quarter, we give a general overview of the game, the key stats, the flows of each quarter, and some team and player individual stats. In the second quarter, we go over the best, worst and in between of the players. The third quarter, we look at it from the coach's perspective in the coach's box segment. And in the fourth quarter, we have some fun with our mailbag, the buzzword and all of our other segments. I'm excited to dissect this one, Maddie. So let's dive in. Cool. All right. Last night at Marvel Stadium, Carlton defeated North Melbourne, a convincing victory, 17-12-114 to 10-4-64. The goal kickers, we had McKay with four, Kerner with three, and could have had a few more if he'd (laughs) (laughs) executed a bit better. Martin with two, Obies with two, Carol, Chera, Cripps, Nunes, Walsh, and Wietering all contributing with one. Lots of goal kickers. Not used to seeing Wietering on that list, but I love it. Uh, Leaders of the disposals, we had Cripper with 35, Doc with 33, Walsh 29, Chera 26, Sadi, blinder of a game, on 25, and Kennedy on 24. Maddie, talk us through the first half, which was a bit more of a tussle than the second. It was. Uh, well, we start off in great fashion. Jack Carroll, oh, debut. Yes, I just I don't know what the good call, excellent call, sausage call. A new button, but <laughs> just an awesome start. I swear we're getting some more buttons. Next week we'll get something better. <laughs> Work in progress. First goal with his first kick in AFL, which was a really nice That's start. That's an elite club to be in. It was There's great. Not many that do that. Uh, it was a pretty tight first quarter. We sort of had a bit of a tussle. North even had their nose in front for a little while. But unlike yeah. previous weeks, mainly thinking of that Freo game, we, we were sort of the reverse of that where we had our nose in front early. It still felt like we were perhaps on top, even though the scoreboard didn't reflect it for the entire quarter. The centre clearances were 7-1, to one, I think, in the... Domination first? out of the middle, yeah, yeah which, was, which was great work from the team. Yep, Pitto, we listened to him speak before the game and he yeah, said he'd good. done some work with the boys in centre clearance setup, so you'll be taking credit for that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had Harry do a huge bomb from inside the square. Great goal from way, way out. Yeah, inside the centre square, to be clear. Not the, yeah, <laughs> not I, the goal square. It was amazing. I'm not convinced he knew what he was doing, but I think the fact he didn't think about his kicking probably helped with the with the set shot there absolutely uh fisher had some really nice run and carry in that quarter um set up charlie for a mark and goal there was a nice play out of the back line where martin martin took a real nice one-handed mark flipped it up to lob lob kicked it long durden crumbed it flipped it to always another nice goal uh lob had some good use again finding martin in a pocket towards the end of the quarter so we ended up winning the quarter quite convincingly by the end of it with some of those goals coming late we were up uh, five goals 232 to north melbourne two goals 315 and we felt like that was probably reflective of that first quarter yeah bit of hope going into the second but north came out firing in that second quarter they sure did kick the first i think it was three goals of the quarter two quick ones and then a, a real dodgy free kick for a hold that was miles off the ball that no one knew what was going on. We could spend we, a while talking about dodgy yeah, which was probably about, episode, but probably we'll a sign of the times uh, coming uh, where the umpires did their best to keep North in it for a little while there. Later Shepherd, later in the game, we'll come yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> Harry took a big pack mark and gold. Uh, there was even Cripps doing some ruck work in the forward 50 where he tapped it down. I think it went to Fish. Fish flipped it to Walsh. Walsh snapped it and Charlie shepherded it through for a nice goal from Walsh. Yeah, that was lovely. And we went into halftime up by just over a goal with North actually outscoring us that quarter, five goals to three. 
So it was Carlton 8 5, 53 to North 7 3, 45. And we probably could have had a slightly bigger lead. Yeah. Especially when our forwards are taking marks in front of goal and not getting paid the mark by the umpire. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. So that's how the second half ended right in front of us. We were at the game and we haven't rewatched it on television when we're recording this. But Harry took a beautiful mark directly in front. Like, how many meters is that? Du- 20 meters? Yeah, out? double grabber. So he tapped it, yeah. the two hands to it, and then on his chest. No one else was even close to taking yeah. a mark. Like, he was the only one really going for it. Play on. Yeah, apparently didn't mark it, and it wasn't. He had two like that. I, the other one I haven't seen either. It was do? down the other end, but I feel like the umpires just hate him. They really don't that like umpire in particular. Just it's one thing when you're not getting freeze, but when you're not getting paid clear yeah. marks, they replayed it on the screen. Like the other one he did, which day. he didn't get paid. He did sort of come from behind the pack, but he's so tall. I still feel like he got first hands yeah. on that other one, which yeah. I think was in the first quarter. That was a frustrating. Anyway, unlucky, way to but look, only about a goal up, but it felt like we were on top in general play, and as. Always in the halftime break, we always turn around and say, oh, we've got to put the foot down, big third quarter, which yeah. we haven't been doing yeah. up until this week. Well, exactly. This week, instead of a third quarter fade out, we had a third quarter blitz. So that was a really nice change. Yeah. If, uh, you told me at halftime that we'd come out in the fashion we did, I would have been thrilled. We started the, the term really nicely. A goal to Nunes, and that was after a nice delivery from Fisher. Good vision to spot yep. him out outside the 50. Uh, and then Charlie did a lovely crumb. So we... Bounced off the quarter really nicely with kicking those two goals. Martin continued to get busy and he, he kicked another goal as well. And then it just um, – the goals kept flowing. Chera got a goal, which was nice. This is uh, it, this is the turn where the umpire did lay a shepherd foot on TDK. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the replays Lenny, of that too. Yeah, and it was very well, frustrating to watch. But it didn't help that she had made some dodgy calls at that point. And it's not really her fault for that one. But she, oh, when I was watching the replay, she's backing back and the kick comes towards her. And she realises and she deviates – back towards the yep. um, skinny side where all the players are. I thought she yep. should, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's easy in hindsight. But anyway, I've never seen a... And they gold from it. Yeah. So and that kept them kind of in it. Sort of cons- <laughs> Tom, can't went, give them the Tom went down like a sack of potatoes and the umpire bounced back up. She must weigh about half of what Honestly, he weighs. Honestly, it's almost impressive. <laughs> yeah. um, but we were out and we were actually a three-point lead after Harry kicked another one. Uh, but it felt like North had a little bit of a hot patch, but we had some good defensive moments. Like Plowman did a, a really solid fist through on the goal line. That was a good effort. Stocker did the huge bump, which unfortunately injured his shoulder, but really, yeah, what a way to hard. go out. He's so solid, Stocker. I love it. You love seeing it. Then you're like, no, oh, don't injure no. yourself. And he posted on Instagram last Night, see you in a couple of weeks. So obviously, he's, oh, okay. he's going to be out for a couple. Maybe it was just a dislocation or something. Um, and then always oh, got a goal out the back, and it just kept going. And to um, put the cherry on top, Weeder and kicked his first goal since 2018. That's how long and he been. loved it. Goal number 11, I think I read this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, of his go. career. Yeah, he was yeah. pumped about it. He was yeah, so watching a little bit of a replay. replay. Yeah. I think because obviously the goal came off the back of Lewis Young being kind of tunneled in the back Definitely. line, and yeah. then the two 50s, which was shocking. Being a bit dirty. Yeah. yeah. So he got the 100 meters and kicked the goal, and you know, Marvel went wild. The boys loved it. Charlie missed one on the siren, so we could have had another, but um, it was a fantastic quarter. We ended at 98 uh, to Carlton versus 58 to North. If Charlie had kicked it, we would have been 100 points at three-quarter time, which would have been nice. Yeah, amazing. Then the fourth quarter... We dominated the territory, but we didn't quite make the most of our opportunities in the The, the fizz went out of it, I yeah. think. The Carlton players were enjoying themselves a little bit. The North players were rolling through the motions. It could have been party time. So, you know, Cripps did get a goal, but he, him and Harry both had two balls just go oh, straight through their hands. I think Cripps was trying to kick five goals or something. He was he really wanted in it. that forward line leading up hard. I've never seen Cripps want a ball so much in I know, a forward he just 50. was like, give me a goal. Yeah. And normally Dead Eye Cripps actually missed a couple last night. He had some chances. Night. He could have kicked four. Saad continued and we'll come to him, but he's 
his just ridiculous game uh, at all points of the quarter. He'd get to contests that you just didn't think he should make it yeah. to and, and I think we them. had his biggest fan sitting behind us as well. Oh, my God. We haven't <laughs> spoken about that. We had some some interesting commentary from directly behind <laughs> us. So we couldn't miss how good Sard's game was. When you've got Plowman streaming through the middle doing fakes, you know it's our night. He did a few fakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, look, it was a pretty laid back quarter. We dominated the territory, but we didn't quite capitalise. But we, we well and truly continued the form and brought it home and finished with the 50-point Win. So, Maddie, um, what stats stood out to you from a team perspective last night? I haven't actually looked through them yet, so this will be interesting to have a look at. So, yeah. as always, well on top in disposals, which you'd expect only – we did have a big win, but also we just generally rack up disposals, a high disposal game. Yeah. Inside 50, 60 to 42. But yeah. yeah, okay. I thought maybe yeah, we've had a few more, but shows better efficiency from us. We've had 60-plus entries before and never scored that many – uh, point. So good to see we're able to get some good conversion rates going there. Yeah, good. We actually ended up well ahead in the free kick camp. But when you have the ball, you tend to get more free kicks go your way, 27-18. Day won the hit outs, 56-30. And we'll talk about Tom. He battled away, but definitely struggled a little bit against the size and experience of uh, Goldstein. He did battle away, though. Despite that, we did win the clearances, 45-34, to 34, especially the centre clearances. We did really well, 22-8. to 8. We lost, we almost broke even, but just lost around the ground in the, in the stoppage clearances, 23-26. I actually think that reflects that North weren't that bad, yeah. uh, particularly in the first half. Uh, I would never have expected a 50-point win at halftime. So they, they played and they brought an okay brand. They challenged us, but we stepped up and put yeah. them down. The stats were pretty close. We had 17 inside forward, 50 tackles to five. That's a really good That's stat great. for us. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. I would hit the button, but I'm not going to because we need a new sound. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, listeners. (laughs) Excellent. All right, Maddie. Well, I really want to talk about some of the players because I feel like it was a night of our usual stars, but also some people in the middle stepping up. Yeah, like the other week we criticised all the role players not playing their bit and I think everyone managed to chime in. Yeah, okay. Let's do the second quarter. All right, Maddie. let's talk about the players. I feel like there's a lot of players to talk about today, but let's start in usual fashion. I want you to tell me who your boy was, which I think will be easier than after that telling me your whipping boy because everyone played pretty well. So start off with who your boy was last night. Well, I'm going to take – I might probably going to – you let me go first. I'll probably get the easy, obvious I've one I've given out of myself way. a couple of options because I thought that too. might happen. Uh, I'm going to give myself – I mean, you can't go past Jake Carroll's yeah. day, but he was, he was number one on my list too, but – He was really good. 19 touches and a goal – uh, he looked pretty. He found assu- one. Yeah, pretty assured. Uh, did some nice little sidesteps. Yeah, uh, good instincts, I think. I think so. On the left foot, he looked pretty at home out there. Didn't look frazzled by the situation. He got that huge tackle at the start of the game. He but did. I, I think that almost might have helped set the tone for him. Yeah, it may have relaxed him a bit too. Once you get a bit of contact. Yeah. And he actually played. I was a bit nervous. I sent before the game to you, like, oh, he's playing that tricky half forward pinch hit in the midfield. Yes. Role. Yeah, a bit of a tricky role, especially as the last midfielder and he's probably going to get the least amount of time. I don't have centre bounce um, numbers or anything for him, unfortunately. But I thought he played a really good game. As you, if, you know, effective in the forward half, effective in the middle. He was yep. often the link player. Didn't look out of his depth. No, a real good one. It's nice to have that dilemma of, like, would you, like, I think he selection holds. for the next week with Hewitt coming back. I think he probably does hold. But, yeah, he great debut. It was really nice to see him play a good game. Excellent call. I think that's, yeah, definitely a good pick for your boy this week. I've gone – there were lots of options and I'm, because it's not the best player on the ground and we'll come to <laughs> those, I've gone for Martin as my boy this week. Oh, interesting. A bit left of field um, <laughs> and he's copped it as our whipping boy in previous weeks. So I thought I'd balance the ledger because I just okay. – I thought he didn't just bob up from time to time. 
last no, night. His best game of the season, I think. Has his best game of the season. A four-quarter performance. A four-quarter performance, <laughs> exactly. And that's what we love to see. Um, and he still had some of those almost moments, but I thought he really gave a spark when we needed it and he didn't just fade out of the game consistently throughout the whole game. Um, I really liked what I saw from him. I thought it was a really complete game. So in the spirit of, um, yeah, not necessarily picking the best one out there, but someone I, I really liked, Martin's my boy. Excellent. Oh, well done. What about your whipping boy? I feel like this is actually a bit tricky this week. This was tough. Like we just said, there was a lot of players that really just did well today. It was such a solid contribution from the entire team. And it makes a difference when that middle rung actually play better as it they did. did. I've got a couple I've written down. I wasn't sure which I was going to go for. I'm going to, and I, it's sort of unfortunate. Are you going to steal mine? Let's see. Uh, no, I'm going to go Durden again. I think I gave okay, Durden a yeah. bit of a rev last week. He was okay. He was okay. Like all of them were okay. No one had a stinker. Yeah, which is good. And uh, he was trying to the end. He laid some nice tackles. You could see him beeline a few guys. But he got someone in his sights, as you said. He yeah, which I love. Him. He's really clever at um, anticipating the next yeah, handball. handball. So he actually bypasses the guy getting tackled and goes to the next guy and gets yeah. there so quick. But I felt for, I mean, maybe it just wasn't his day, but the ball was in our forward line so much. Yeah, yeah. And he just, you know, he had 11 touches. Uh, he had four tackles, but I don't know. I just feel like... I, on a night where it's hard to pick someone, would, I think that's a fair call. It would have been nice for him to chime in with a couple goals. Yeah. But look, you know, it's probably a bit harsh, but you have to pick someone. Yeah, no, that's fair. I feel like mine's harsh as well, <laughs> but I've just gone for it. I've picked Nunes. Yeah, he was my other one I had written down. Yeah, yeah. I actually think he played okay. Wasn't too fair. bad, yeah. But the reason I've picked him is probably off the back of a couple frustrating weeks, and he did have one moment right in front of us where he just did this terrible kick out on the fall um, when we were trying to kick it inside 50. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, he had an opportunity to kick it in 50, inside 50 again and just a terrible delivery and a turnover. Yeah. And I just said to you at the time, like, that's why we're not going anywhere while Nunes is in the team and why you prefer Lockie O'Brien, who'd had some really nice uses at that point. Yeah, Lockie's kicking 50. bullets on his left foot when he gets it. Yeah, and yep. then you've got Nunes. I just, I just feel like... We need more from him. That said, he did kick a goal. He did get some possession. So as the game wore on, I had him jotted down in my notes as my whipping boy. And then as he started to kind of play okay, I thought, oh, God, will I stick with him? <laughs> I know, it's but a tough I'm, one. I'm sticking with him. So no, I reckon that's fair enough. Let's talk about – I have to talk about Adam Sart. Yeah, what a game. I think it might have been one of his best games for us. He was ridiculous. He's really growing into this season. Yeah. He was, he was good last year, but he's even better this year. He really seems comfortable at the club now. And people give him a knock for not defending, but he defended with his heart out. He was getting to every contest, chasing yep. everything down. Got a fist in, yeah. got a mark. He just, just yeah. halving contests that he shouldn't be anywhere near. That closing speed is just incredible. Oh, it's ridiculous. So yep. it's not just his rebound, his defensive work last night. In the last quarter as well, when we were getting a bit lax, Sadi was still there just miraculous moments. Mopping up. As the guy behind us kept saying, all the good <laughs> plays were starting with Saad. Yeah, no, he looked really, really effective last night. He was playing really well in positioning-wise, intercepting. Yep. He ended up racking up a heap of intercept marks by the end of the game. I think him and Young had the most for us. I'm not yeah. or close. To, I'm not sure exactly what the final stats were, but they were both on five each in the last quarter. I think Saad ended up on like 12, but maybe I've made that Intercepts, up. intercept marks might be oh, different. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, when he does get the ball, he's so quick he, you know, and phenomenal. Dirty Zebel oh, tripping trip. him up when he couldn't catch him. That should early be a 50, on. shouldn't Imagine it? Imagine if he'd done his hammy or something from the trip. It was Why pretty isn't that dirty. A, 50, a really deliberate, dirty act like that. Yeah, just a free's a free, I guess. Yeah. You mentioned him. Another player I thought was great, Young. Had a great game. Backed really it up from last game. week. He looked really assured. He's taking marks now, which is just yeah. makes such a difference. Yeah. Uh, he spoils well. He moves okay. He's looking so solid. He had some really nice kicks tonight. They looked, uh, we'll talk about maybe later, but they switched a bit more than previous weeks. 
kicks and he yeah. sort of he took on some of those kicks which I thought was great. And executed them beautifully. Yeah. Um, I thought he played just as well if not better than Weeders last night actually. Like he was he, really solid back Weeders was a bit shaky early. He seemed to carry on from last week but then yeah. Weeders settled in real nicely in the second half I thought. But Ken, uh, Young sorry had a, had a great game for the, the whole game. Yeah it's I just, thought he was he's excellent. He's really locked his place down I think down back. It's nice to see uh, a good partner for Weeders coming along there. Another player I wanted to bring up who I thought has had some roller coaster form, but was good last night. Is Fish? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. He was he was building nicely into the season up until last week. Yeah. And then bit of a dip. A bit big dip. Yeah. But tonight he was he was really good. Couple couple poor decisions, but generally speaking, he used the ball really well. Yeah. 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 He was great. He, well, he found Nunes with that kick for the goal. Yeah, really, some really nice deliveries. Some he did with Martin a bit of a one-two link up. Yeah, he had some run. Some of his composure was really impressive. If he yeah. can keep on that trajectory of improving, he's he's going to be a really handy player in the team. Yeah, like we I all sort of it. hoped he would be, I guess. Another player of that vein that was using it nicely. We've touched on him, but Lockie O'Brien. Good to see him back. I think. I think yeah. everyone actually was wanting him back after the, like the couple of performances. Everyone's like, we need Lockie back on the wing. We How do. the sentiment exactly. has changed. Exactly. So he had that moment you talked about where Martin did that amazing mark and just flicked it up, and then he yep. delivered it in beautifully. He also spotted up Martin with a beautiful kick in the third quarter. He did this bullet pass to Jack Carroll. Jack Carroll didn't kick the goal. Yeah. But just so many times, just beautiful delivery inside fifty, unlike Nunes' plays outside. So he won a few frees and contests on the wing. He won a few one on ones. He's beautiful. The thing about Lucky O'Brien is he is a genuine wing player, yeah, which we don't have is, really yeah. on the list. Exactly. And when you have one, it sort of stands out. It's like, oh, look, there's someone who can run and kick the ball. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I'm really happy to see him back in the team. And while he probably didn't have a, a it wasn't a stellar game, no, it was a he solid had game. Moments, yeah, and was, he didn't have one of those horror. Lucky outdoes all his good work with some terrible moment, no, he moments. Didn't. So yeah. that was nice to see. What did you make of TDK's game? We touched on it kind of briefly before. I thought he was okay. Battled away. Yeah, he had a he was in the ruck a lot, so the stats were a bit skewed. Goldstein rested a lot more than and than TDK yeah. did, but he got a lot of taps to advantage. Watching a couple of the highlights this morning, he actually laid a few really good tackles, which I didn't notice. Oh, good. Um, uh, when we were there at the ground. The only thing I'd say is I'd like to see him keep his feet a little more. Often he goes up to tap it, even mark it, and he falls to the ground. Yeah. And then you're a yeah. player down in the center square. And the other one is he constantly lets the other ruckman grab the ball out of the ruck if they're bigger than him. He, Darcy did it a few times, I did think. He? Yeah. Okay. And that just gives them a, a – while TDK had more taps to advantage, there was a stat which I've never seen before, but it was score launches that they had up on the ground. Oh, okay. And Goldstein was leading the way with score launches, and I'm assuming that was him taking the ball out of the ruck and flipping a handball, which yeah, led to yeah, a few forward 50 stoppages. Yep. Yeah. So that's a couple of things for him to work on, but I thought it was, it was okay. I thought it was okay too. Like yeah. Not, I thought – Better, he had that really down game against Gold Coast. Yeah. And he's been better ever since. He you know, has. Uh, not at the level that I think Pitto was bringing us, but he's building and Voss really backed him in in the presser saying he thinks he can take the mantle. And Oh, did he? Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yes. I think he's good. It would be nice to see if he can build in some good form while Pitto's out and it gives him a, a good run at it, you know, so we'll, we'll really see where he's at. Yeah, exactly. Now, we had Plowman come in for Williams. I actually thought Plowman did a couple of nice things. There was he a good did. smother. Yeah, he was playing confident. It's nice to finally see the boys confident. So many times in the past, yeah. I think I winched you early on about Lockie O'Brien when he wasn't feeling confident, where he didn't fake yeah, a pass when a guy yeah. was closing him down hard. How many times tonight did you see someone fake a kick or a handball and see the North player go flying by exactly. them? Exactly. It's so nice. Just a bit of class. Yeah, and then you it just opens space. up the inside of the ground when you do that. Absolutely. So that feels like we're turning a corner. It shows they're a pretty confident 
with what they're doing, not nervous. Exactly. What about the captain, Maddie? Captain Cripps. Oh, another great game. And it could have been could even be better. Yeah, his form is just crazy, isn't it's it? He's just outstanding. Even though he's been out for a couple of games. It's yeah. so good to have him back to his best. He's just ridiculous. And if he'd maintained his goal-kicking form, he would have ended up with like four goals. Well, it is your fault that he didn't. I did. I know. <laughs> Matt uh, jinxed him at the game. R- real early too. He's so like, my Matt, fault. Cripps went to line up and Matt says to me, do we even need to watch the Crips this year? <laughs> going straight through. Sure enough, he jinxed him and, and then he didn't have his kicking boots on last night. But boy, did he want to. So you can always just mark him up for 30 plus touches and two goals a game at the moment. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal game. What about Walshy? I feel like he again got a lot of it, but I didn't notice his impact quite as much, although he's everywhere. So I feel like that's such an unfair comment. No, I sort of agree with you. Maybe he wasn't quite as impactful. He got that nice, he got a goal this week, which is nice. He normally yeah, bobs up for a goal. That's so it was good nice. to see him snap one. and Off the back of Cripps' ruck work is always nice too. <laughs> yeah. And to see a bit more of his, the influence you're talking about, there was a couple of times where he delivered the ball nicely inside 50, which I think well, you want to see him doing. Yeah. Exactly. Would just nice to be seeing him getting a couple of those one-twos where he bursts out the middle, which I think he did a lot last year. But he's yeah. he's coming coming along, building well. I mean, he's, he's such a good player. Our midfield's just so solid at the moment. So, so many good contributors, yeah. which is so nice to Even see. Even with Hewitt out, obviously we had Carroll come in. Chera played a pretty good game Kennedy as well. came back and played a good game. Kennedy was solid, yeah. actually. He had a couple of times where he really crashed through. Um, he didn't have that outstanding starring match he did in the first couple of rounds, but he was solid. Yeah, I thought he was all right. And I thought having him and Jack Carroll, who can both play forward pretty well, because they play that yeah. fifth midfielder in the forward in line. the forward line is the yeah and then they we play a five man forward line i thought having those two who are probably not as entrenched in the midfield as the others rotating a bit more heavily through the forward line actually works it pretty works well, well for balance yeah. yeah i think that's a good point uh, and what about the forwards i thought Harry was phenomenal again. Harry had a really good game. His hands were really good. I was going to say, he's, not just yeah. his goal kicking. He was – the marks he took up on the wing, the link marks, so solid. And, and the marks he didn't get paid. He certainly had a size advantage though. Yeah. Like they had no big defenders. Yeah. Well, no, none as big as – Well, if his brother had been in. <laughs> that may have been more interesting actually. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, exactly. So I thought he was really good. Kerner had like an almost night. Yeah, it was a bit like his early preseason games where he was taking some good marks and he kicked a couple and he, but he could yeah. have kicked way more. He missed some easy shots Yeah, too. he missed some he should have had, I think, which is disappointing. I thought Owies had a good night too, actually. Really good game from Owies. Yeah, got on the end see. of a couple, yeah. played some nice tackles. It was the quintessential small forward sort of game, isn't it? Yeah, I thought he was great. All right, unless there's anyone else you want to discuss, I think we should get to the votes. Yeah, why not? I'm just going to pull up the leaderboard pre these votes. Okay, so before this week, the way we do the votes, if you're new to the pod, we get 10 votes each that we have to allocate each week as we see fit, except no player can get more than five votes. And the leaderboard at the moment, I'll just shout out the top six. We have Cripps on 21 votes. He really flew out to a decent lead last week. Yeah, that was a good jump. Uh, Behind him is Doc on 13, Charlie Kerno then in third place on 12, Uh, in fourth place Kennedy and McKay on 11, in fifth place Walsh on 10 and we had Hewitt in sixth on nine votes. So Maddie, who's got your votes from last night's game? Uh, I thought it was going to be a really tough one for votes and it sort of was and you're always going to miss out some people when the whole team plays well but I've gone for my three votes went to Saad this week. Yeah, so fair. Yeah. I'm just going to have to do it. (laughs) Good call, excellent call, sausage call. We talked about him already. He was just Ridiculous. everywhere across that halfback line, not only providing good run and carry and penetration, but also playing a really good defensive game with lots of spoils and marks. So Phenomenal. I thought well-deserving of three votes. Absolutely. I gave two votes to Cripps. Yep. 
Mackay, McKay. God, I do that every week. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to stop you looking at it on the paper. I just got to say just it. Say Harry if you need uh, to. <laughs> uh, and I gave two votes to Young as well, who I thought ah, played a good game. Yeah, fair, fair enough. And to round it out with my last vote was one vote to Martin. So Okay, we have very similar votes. Yeah, to recap, Saad with three, two to Cripps, McKay, Young, and one to Martin. Yep, very similar. I've given three to Saad as well. I, I was tempted to give my first four. I just loved his oh, game. Oh, really? That, much. that high? But I've gone with three because I, I, I didn't quite think if I haven't given Cripps, given Cripps four yet, then <laughs> it would be unfair <laughs> to give him to Sadi. But I thought he was phenomenal. I give Cripps three as well. I just thought he was. I almost did that. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so three to Cripps, three to Sad, two to McKay for me. And then to round it out, I gave one to Young and one to Martin. Oh, very so similar. That's almost the closest we've the had. The closest we've had. Very similar votes, just different allocation. I found the same thing when I actually went to do it. I thought there were some obvious standouts, actually. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the coach's box. Keith, you've done a typical play thing. The ball's gone over. Oh, I couldn't come back from your knee. You could have run and intercepted that first goal or second goal when it was, and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. All right, Maddie. let's talk about things from the coach's box perspective. Uh, starting with the selection, we had a few outs, some forced and some just the swinging of the axe. So we had Williams as a laid out, Pitto obviously out. Setterfield was dropped but then got sick, so was named as ill, but um, yeah. I think we call him dropped. Hewitt uh, didn't come up and we had Parks and Boyd dropped. Coming back in, we had Soss, Lockie O'Brien, Kennedy, Stocker, who I love seeing back, so it's a shame he's injured himself, and obviously Jack Carroll with his debut. So... Um, what do you think of the selection? I, I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, they're all the players you like to see come in. We've got we've got a pretty good almost depth. We're not huge, but we've got a few players that are just on playing well in the two. So I thought it was thought it was good selection. Obviously, it was a bit unfortunate to see Hewitt out with a corky. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to know that we can lose players like Williams, Hewitt, Pitto, and still come out. And we got replacements, and it's yeah. not the end of the world. So uh, no, I. Didn't think anyone... I mean, the only thing I thought was really interesting, we have talked about it briefly, but the fact that Carroll gets the nod before Dow. Yes, actually, that's a really good point. And um, Dow did play a really great game in the reserves, 32 touches, yes. managed minutes in the last, allegedly. So Yeah, he um, was uh, definitely the standout in the VFL game. If he's not getting a look in when Hewitt's injured... I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Just shows maybe where he, he's got to be next in the pecking order, he's I guess. He's got to be but next. And he's a he, long way down. He doesn't get a game soon. You'd imagine he'd go shopping at the end of season. To yeah, be it could be could be a, a trade. Yeah, like maybe the who knows. But who knows? But that that was interesting. I was happy to see Parks and Boyd drop. To be honest, and Setterfield as well. Uh, when I saw those changes and the people that were coming in for them with Lockie Sauce Stocker. Yeah, Setterfield struggled that. a little. Parks wasn't offering much. Not happy to have Stocker instead and of him. Love Boyd, Stocker in the team. Boyd goes pretty hard, but we just have better options. So yeah, I totally agree with that. So that was all good. Um, all right, what else did you notice from the coach's box perspective at the game? Well, I thought the switch was back. Something yeah. we haven't really gone to much in previous weeks. Yeah, constantly going back down the line. We've always been trying to get through the corridor, but if we weren't sort of getting through the corridor, we, we were often ignoring the switch. Yep. So I thought maybe, don't know if that was a, a change in philosophy going into this week or maybe yep. North's defense wasn't as good as other teams. I'm not sure, but we seem to switch the ball a lot more some daring switches as well. Yeah, some, some really like good kicks. Like you said, from Young did some did some nice switches. Uh, we persist with a five man forward line, so we're rolling that extra midfield through the the forward who just pushes up into the midfield, which is sort of interesting, I think. And at times we roll the extra spare in defence, which is Weeders' yeah, role. We saw he's loose. setting up loose down back. Yep. 
And the other, the other thing is we've also talked about as well, we still have Harry and Charlie playing super deep. There's a few of those shallow entries which fall on Durden yeah. and Ollie's heads. Which it's is annoying, isn't it? Which we got away with in this game, but it's probably something to look at. Yeah. But yeah, a few little things there, which is interesting. Which going forward. Um, Fish attended some centre bounces, which was interesting. He did actually, yeah. He pushed up him more into the midfield this week, didn't he? On the yeah. wing and in the centre bounce more than previous weeks. Which I didn't mind seeing. Probably helped him get around the ball a bit more. Exactly. And I also thought we moved it out of defence maybe with the switching a bit better this week. There was actually a lot more, there was less like you say, bombing down the line. And yeah, and we uh, had the we were pretty liberal with the ruck backup as well. Cripps took one. Yeah, Chera was it that Chera we saw took one? one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry had to take a few, which I don't think he was too impressed with because he was trying to eye off a he spot was parking in the goal himself square. In the goal square, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he got called over by Chera. Trying saying, to Mate, yeah, ignore everyone with the waving hands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, it was good to see. Yeah, well, I guess when you're playing in opposition that Frio have now beaten Geelong at Geelong and I think they made it really hard to play our way, to use kind of coach's terms. But yep. when you play in opposition where you can persist and play your way for longer, it, it looked good last night, our, our game plan and our structure. Yeah. So looking at next week, I guess we probably have Stockers going to be an out. So yeah, so what's the selection? Williams would be back in if he's good to go, I'm yep. guessing. Yep. Then what I guess on a wing, I don't think it's going to happen, but I've heard Williamson's doing some nice things in the VFL on the wing. Kicked a few goals. Yeah. He's had a couple good weeks in the VFL. He's been playing all up the wing, half back, half forward. Yeah. He's definitely a chance, although I feel like with a big win like that, and I know we gave yeah. Nunes the whipping boy, but I'm not sure if it was quite bad enough to drop well, him. I wonder if Nunes would come out for Hewitt. And Carol oh, Hewitt might be back in. Spot. Yeah, you could even if Hewitt's got a really badly corked, what was it, calf? I think yeah. was what they were saying. You, you could almost rest him another week if it's bad. You could almost leave it as is, but it does make it tough to to fit them all in. Yeah, it does. But it's a good problem to have. So I don't think we'd have many changes, like you say, Stocker and Williams would be a direct swap. You'd imagine. Yeah. And I think I think that'll be possibly it unless Hewitt comes in and someone makes way for him, in which case it must be Nunes. It, it'd be hard to be dropped from a from a team that wins by fifty yeah. points, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. Should we hopefully we won't see as many changes. We've seen some big changes lately, six, five. I know. So it might be nice to have a, a consolidated team. Only force changes, I think, would be good. Looking ahead to next week, uh, four forty on a Sunday. Um, oh, our favorite time slot. Nightmare time slot. <laughs> We'll have, to, we'll have to let you guys know when the pod's coming out, when that we get that kind of time slot. Yeah, it could possibly be another Tuesday release yeah, exactly. uh, for that one. You know, another chance to show a really strong outing against a team you'd think we should beat. But Adelaide yes. have had some okay weeks, actually. They're doing better, Adelaide. They're doing better than people thought. They've won three games now, sitting 11th on the ladder. Their percentage isn't much chop, neither is ours, though, but they've only got a percentage of 87. Well, we've boosted up into the hundreds, thank God, after yeah. last night, 104 or something. And the one thing that's been nice this season has been our ability to beat teams that we feel like we probably should beat, minus probably the Gold Coast, I guess. But yeah. generally speaking, we're beating the teams below us, which is nice. They've, look, they've got nothing too special in their team. They've got a few honest tries in the midfield and stuff, but I really see us having another good win, hopefully. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. All right, Maddie, let's jump into the fourth quarter and do the buzzword and open the mailbag. Fourth quarter, let's jump into some of our fun segments. If you're new to the Blue Pod, we do a few segments in the fourth quarter. The first one is the buzzword, which is where we pick a word or a phrase that we think Voss will repeat in his presser, born out of our hatred for repetitious words used by other coaches. Actually, Maddie, I noticed that Voss used the word journey in the presser this week. Oh, I missed that. And he like stumbled on it. He said he's on a learning journey if you want to use that word. It's like he knew that he was triggering the supporter base. Um, but before we talk about what word we picked, I, I need my favourite intro. Oh, here we go. <laughs> la, 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 la. She sings these words to me. She sings these words to me. 
Good stuff. All right, Maddie, what word did you pick this week? Sorry, I got really enthusiastic on it. It's great. You can't, it's sugar. Uh, Well, as we talked about earlier, I felt we had a lot of people play their role well this week. So I'm going to go for role roles today. Yep, yep. I've gone for, I went for four quarters because we had a four quarter performance. Four quarter performance. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? All right, let's have a play in here. Who got it right this week? over four quarters and um, sticking to our roles the way we want to be able to play until we need to for the four quarters was the priority and they took secondary roles when they needed to Another draw, oh, two all. Oh, my God. I'm sick of these draws. At least we had a four quarter and some rolls. I think if we, one of us had gone with system, would have probably yeah. clinched a win this yeah. week. I thought consistency came up a bit there, there as There was well. a couple of process maybe. Yeah. Anyway, another draw. That's you right. maintain your buzzword game champion status for another week. Speaking of things I'm beating you in, uh, oh, footy tipping. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Although I didn't get my tips in this week, so you've got a chance now, Maddie. Uh, don't worry. Who's I think leading our blue pod? The way I've tipped, you've probably tipping comp. done better. Uh, it's still pretty tight at the top. Yeah, we're, so we're it's Sunday morning, so we've still got a couple games to play out today. But Andrew B from Blue Boys has now gone back ahead of Jess, 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 Whoa, Jess. Jess, 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 not good. Uh, he's tipped four this week to Jess's three. It has been a pretty tough tipping week. Closely followed by someone who has had a very good week this week is Edub. He's moved up into Whoa, third with five so far this week. Running at the top five, Patrick Pats in fourth. And someone else just had a really good week, Nick from Andrew Brajor, who I felt like was up there earlier he in the was, season. He was leading early in the yeah, season. Yeah, he's had five this week as well, which has bumped him up into the top five. couple games to go, so it'll be interesting to see who's on top at the end of the round. Yeah, I've now got to change attack. I'm shooting for, was it last or second last? We'll have to have a look at the whatever you said when you put it I out. I think that's probably a good <laughs> idea, Matty. Uh, we have some Blues news this week, so let's bring back the Blues news segment. Lovely. Uh, Maddie, starting with the news on the injury front, which always gets our supporter base up in arms. <laughs> Poor McGo- Gov. McGovern, yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. It's frustrating, isn't it? Hamstrings made us spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I just, where's the 50 metre button? It's just appeared on me right when I did it. What, you don't like it? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> but yes, his hamstring is made of spaghetti. I feel for the guy. He had some good form and then... Oh, so talented and just he's back in home. He's just really don't seem to be up to the task, do they? It's so disappointing when he started so well. So how long's the out for? They've basically said... End of the season by the sounds of it. Oh, I don't think it was that bad, was it? Or maybe I've just exaggerated, but... Uh, yeah, they've definitely stretched... He's definitely re-aggravated. You think it'll be at least another three or four weeks. Okay, maybe I've, I've gone... But not the end of the season. You don't know with Gov because then they put him into conditioning blocks and then skills training. Well, that's training. probably why I'm picturing end of the season realistically. I just don't feel like we're going to get him back. He's out of contract end of this year. It'll be fascinating to see what happens with him. Yeah, that will be interesting. Speaking of those kind of players, Ed Kerno. Oh, yeah, I forgot about poor old Ed. He, now, yeah. he's one who's been listed as indefinite. So That's he tough. was coming back from a calf. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and something's happened. Something happened again. We should again. have him in front of yeah. us. And we're, going, we're sorry, guys. But, but, yeah, poor Ed just hasn't been able to get on the park. Saw him the other day doing – we saw him in the stadium. Yeah, doing yeah. Doing some snaps with Kempi and um, Marchbank. I'm going to make you make a brutal call. What should we do with Ed? Should we be long-term injuring listing him, going to the mid-season draft? Oh, it's hard to know without knowing the details, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard when he's served the club so well, but you just don't like the chances of him getting back out there. No. I think you – I don't know. I'd love to see him play out the season. It'd be nice if he get on the park at some point. I think you just keep him. I don't think you drop him off the no, list or no. like some people are suggesting. It's pretty be harsh. A bit harsh. Well, this is sort of not on the topic at all, but – 
coming up to the mid-season draft soon. Yep. And we've got a spot spare on our list with Liam Jones. Yeah. Thunder Thigh Tai was back on the park on the weekend. Love me some Thunder Thigh Tai. He was good. Yeah, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we went to the pre-season games um, before this, this season, Blue Crew, and we saw this guy in a bucket hat running around tearing it up. Didn't know what his name was. His name is Ty... Tyrese, Tyrese Lou. Lou. Yeah. We coined the, the term, well, Matt did, <laughs> Thunder Thigh Tai. We like him. So that's an option. He was playing all right. He's got a, he's a cult figure. I think he's got like a, it's hard to tell. I was watching it on a pretty dodgy stream on the VFL, but it looks like he's got a nice mullet rolling right. out the back. That's what I love to see. Hiding under the bucket hat. Yeah. But yes, anyway, off, off the topic Interesting. A bit. Well, speaking of uh, players on the injury list who might make their return, some nicer uh, images on the socials of David Cunningham looking pretty good. He looked really fit. He always looks fit. He's such an athlete isn't he yeah amazing. in the mcgovern vein of injury proneness yeah but it would be lovely to see if he could go in the park he could really add something at some point he really could other news this week maddie the fixture got released for the next few games we've got some blockbusters some good time slots against some key opposition Essendon oh. and collingwood essendon's birthday party birthday or so. oh, some birthday party. Party. i know i'd love it it's so good when we play them against these in these situations and we beat them i know i hope <laughs> Hope that happens again. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we got some decent time slots. It's nice to get out of that Sunday afternoon time slot for once, isn't it? I think we still got one Sunday afternoon, maybe. I can't remember now, but I think it was a Thursday, Friday and Sunday. Yes, I think that's right. But but there's some good time slots in there, which rewards the fact of returning up. There was forty thousand last night at, at Was that what it ended up being? Yeah. Oh, I was the closest. We had, no, a little... <laughs> yeah, we had a little we had a little poll going on how many were there. It was before. pretty full, wasn't it? It's great to Everyone see. Everyone rocked up for the win. When you've got, as I've said, twenty thousand turning up some Melbourne games. They're just not like the blue supporters. All right, Maddie, let's jump into Nonna Gina's mailbag. Uh, if you're wondering why we're calling it Nonna Gina's mailbag, we're not stealing an old lady's mail. Uh, no, Matt's neighbour, who's an Italian Carlton supporter, <laughs> makes us treats each week. And this week we've got an Easter special. Tell us about it, Maddie. Well, she saved it specially for us. Uh, it was from Brunetti's. It's a... Italian loaf for Easter. It's got almonds and a bit of icing on top. It's like a big sponge cake. I think it's called a Columba? Columba? Whatever. I don't care what it's called. It tastes good. It is real (laughs) nice. And I just... First thing I thought was, I'm getting one next Easter. So, yeah. And so there's another one they get for Christmas. I forget the name of it. So, I'll have to get the name of that again as well. So, delicious. Lovely. All right. And if you want to jump slide into our mailbag, please follow us on the socials. We're at the Blue Pod on Twitter and the.bluepod on Instagram. And we put out a call out for your questions on both of those forums. Um, even if you don't want to give us questions, give us a follow there and we do some interactive things during the week and obviously post a link to our shows there each week as well. Maddie, we put the call out, out quite late last night and we're <laughs> recording this very early this morning. So if you've slid into the mailbag after about 9am on Sunday, we will have missed it. Sorry. Good so effort from everyone. Yeah. We only have a few a few mailbag questions at this point, but I'll put them to you. The first one's from Tim W. Shout out to Tim. Good uh, supporter of the Blue Pod, which we love to see. Excellent. Blue um, crew member. He says, I think this win is for the maligned players. I thought Plowman, Fisher, Martin and even Nunes played their role tonight. Important we give credit where credit is due. Uh, yeah, uh, totally. We mentioned it. I thought it was the, one of the differences that all our fringe players stood up, sort of like what Frio did to us that made them so much better than us when we played them. We essentially did it to North. I yeah, it exactly. Was really but encouraging. So true. Against Freya, we only had a few – we had those star players with all the possessions, but to have some players in the middle step up makes all the difference. A similar question came in from Ash Gallagher, and he said, Fish, Martin, Lobb and Nunes were all very good. Can they do it against quality opposition? It will be the difference between being up there as a genuine finals threat and just making up the numbers. Yeah, which is true. And that was, like we just said, the issue against Freire. That is going to be the difference between probably – well, let's hope it's the difference between top eight and top four. But if we can yep. get some of those lesser lights or even players like Fish who have been slowly coming on who can take the next step and be really consistent performers, that will really make us jump up the ladder quick. 
it'll make a huge difference for us. And we have another question here, which is a good one, is will Lewis Young get a week for that bump? On Zerha. It was yeah. nice to see Zerha get a hit. He's a bit of a sniper, Zerha, yeah. so he got one back. What do you think? And the second half of the question is if he does, who comes in for him? So what do you say to those two? Oh, oh the second part's a tricky one. Uh, I thought, having looked at the hit on replay, he didn't get him high, so I think he's probably going to be okay. It yeah, was collarbone, so. but he didn't get him in the head. Yeah. Uh, and Zerha yeah. sort of dove forward into him a bit, which I know probably doesn't get you off nowadays, but... Uh, I think he should be okay because he didn't get – if he got him in the head, I think he may have been in trouble. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be in the team so we don't have to worry about who I comes know, in for I because I'm him. just thinking about that off the top of my head. That's that's tough. Who would it be? Oh, gee, you'd have to really search through the Kemp? list, wouldn't you? Maybe, yeah, could be. Yeah, 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 it would be a tall option. That's when our depth gets a bit exposed. Like TDK last night had a niggle on his ankle in the first quarter apparently. Yeah, I heard that. Can you imagine? No, no. Uh, like, yeah, although Merkov had another pretty good game in the VFL, continues to do all right, Merkov. Yeah, that's good. At least there's, there's a backup. But, but yeah, we are definitely short on some key position players. How far away is Omac, Oscar McDonald? Oh, he's a bit of one. He's could he? Don't know. Miles this away? happened to him last season, and he never came back. Yeah. So he's an indefinite, I think, at the moment. It's I'll, him and Gov and these players that we had to fill those gaps that just don't. We don't have much depth in those positions now. No, we really need some more uh, reliable key. Position players, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for the mailbag this week, Maddie. And I think that's it for the for the pod. If you've liked what you've heard, please give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to us. That way we pop up in your feed. Also helps us pop up on the charts, which we don't mind. <laughs> um, tell your friends about us too. That's the best way we grow. And as I said, follow us on the socials at the Blue Pod on Twitter or the.bluepod on Instagram. We'll be back next week. We will let you know when after the Adelaide game. Yep. Most likely Tuesday morning rather than Monday, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. But hopefully after another good win, great to have another solid win in, in the bag and put the foot down against an opposition for once, hey? Yeah, it was awesome to see. It's nice to finally bury a team. Finally. All right, Maddie. see you next week. Thanks for joining us on the Blue Pod. Oh